News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. The views and opinions on this show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of WGNS, its management, other hosts, or advertisers. Good evening, everyone. Edwin Lee Reimer here with you. I'm your host, Ed Reimer, and we've got a lot going on this this evening, and we thank you for tuning in and listening. We've, I've already spoken with some of you. I have a young lady here with us. We're, we're putting her on the air. It was kind of unexpected, but we're glad to have her to be able to accommodate her right now. Rhonda Weaver is here. Uh, have you got her? Um, Rush. Ro- Rush? Rhonda Rush. I was told Rhonda Weaver. Rhonda Rush. I'm sorry. How are you, Rhonda? I'm good, thank you. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. It, what used is your... to, it did used to be Rhonda Weaver, <laughs> but I don't go by that name. Well, my daughter Lauren gave me that, so you can talk Lauren, to her. Lauren, I'm going to talk to okay. her. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do for you here at WGNS? Well, uh, I'm here tonight to talk about the uh, Rutherford Recovery Fest that we have okay. coming up uh, this next Saturday at Family Worship Center. And uh, Family Worship Center is a recovery-friendly congregation. Right. And we have recovery programs there, uh, support groups. Right. And our uh, staff and our pastor and our church opens our arms to anyone who is struggling with anything, whether it be addiction, alcoholism, uh, anxiety, depression, drugs, opiates, anything, anything. anything. Right. If you've got a life controlling issue, we are there to help set you free. So I came to talk to you today about Re- right. uh, Rutherford Recovery Fest. We are having it at, at Family Worship Center this year. Now, and is there something at Patterson Park as well? We had it at Patterson Park two years ago. Two years ago, it okay. was it was a complete success. Okay. And then the next year, COVID hit, and we had to do a drive-through, yeah, a drive-through recovery fest. So this year is back our first year together, and it's going to be bigger and better than ever. Okay. Now, how do these people get to you? Tell them where your your physical location. We are at thirty forty five Memorial Boulevard Family Worship Center. Okay. Um, it's going to be on the grounds, and it's going to also be in the foyer because it might be, get hot. You know, the sure. vendors are going to be in the foyer. We're going to have bouncy houses, free food, free hot dogs, vendors, food trucks. We're going to have uh, rock painting for the kids. We're going to have, a, like I said, the bouncy house for the kids. Right. Okay. We've got a playground out there. Um, sounds like a pretty. Sounds like it's a, free. A free event. event really. Oh, it's awesome! Really? And, and and this year, I do truly believe it's going to be the best year yet. And the full circle moment of it is being on the grounds of Family Worship Center. Right. We became okay. a recovery friendly congregation uh, almost two years ago. Right. And this is like a full circle event of uh, just showing the community how the church can make a difference. Right. For those who are struggling, I mean that's our only hope. Truly, True. is the church, right. and our church wants to be that beacon of light for those who are hurting. Right. And uh, we we don't we just you know we it's a hospital for broken people. Oh, I, that's it's true. not a, a church yeah. for right. people who've got it all together. If well, that were the case, know, I wouldn't be there. Right. And, you know, our daughter, of course, you know our daughter, Lauren, is with Doors of Hope. Exactly. She's and, my best buddy. And uh, One of them. Know, one of them. And, uh, you know, such important organizations yes. that yes. are helping, in, in Doors of Hope's case, they're helping primarily young, young, young ladies. 
that are being released back into society mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and helping them get on their feet, maybe get a job. And you know, get, I worked mm-hmm. at Doors of Hope for two years. Uh, you I told bought, me that. I yeah, volunteered there, right? and that was okay. kind of the transition. I was already going to Family Worship Center, right? and, okay. um, you know, it just, in, in God's um, sovereignty, I mean, you know, it caught me off guard for them to right. invite me to be the recovery coordinator there. Sure. But, okay. you know, God had that in, in plan for me a long time ago. Right. He just had yeah. to get me where I needed to be. Well, you know, I tell a lot of people, we never know where the road of life leads us. No, 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 and no, And lots no, of no. times, yes, the yes. dark times were there, as, as ironic as it sounds, for a purpose. They teach you something. Because you, you, you have been, you know whereof you have traveled. Yes. And a lot of people cannot understand that. You know what my favorite right. saying for myself is? What's that? The lessons I learned in the furnace were the ones best learned. Well, I've heard that saying before, too. The hotter the fire, the stronger the steel. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. You know, Rhonda, tell everyone one more time where this is going to be, what's going on. It's going to be it's at next Fam- Saturday. Uh, next Saturday. Okay. Um, at Family Worship Center, 3045 Memorial Boulevard. Good. Um I will give you the phone number, but I'm afraid I'll give you the wrong one. That's all right. Uh, you, can, you can put it on your website. I'll get it before we leave. Right. But okay. we're going to have the uh, naloxone training. Okay. We're going to have um, so many awesome speakers, a keynote speaker. We're going to have some people in the recovery community. Very good. That are going to have resources. Yes. Okay. Um, there are going to be bags of resources of where you can go to reach out for help. All the people in the recovery community are going to be there. And, um, you know, uh, addiction, whether it be to drugs, alcohol, dysfunction, uh, whatever your hang-up is, your habit, you know, um, a life-controlling issue, not necessarily might be addiction, but you need to be break, break free from it. Right. And you break free from it by community because community right. uh, equals immunity. Well, these people are our neighbors. Isolation our equals yes. desolation right. because if right. you try to isolate out there by yourself, you know, you end up being in a desolate situation. Well, we're glad we could get you in here this evening, Rhonda. Uh, we appreciate you being here. This uh, is going to be on uh, the WGNS site. Uh, Bart will probably be announcing that hopefully tomorrow morning or every day. That's this week. great. I, and I appreciate we can get it. Get you some exposure there, and we wish you the very best I for this event. I appreciate it so okay? much. Rhonda Rush has been with us. We're going to have a couple of nice ladies, Sheila Bratton and Tiffany Johnson, in here with the Rutherford County School Board in just a minute. Rhonda, wish you the best. Take Thank care. Thank you so much for having me, We're going to go sir. to our first series of breaks right now, and I want to tell you about uh, Complete Yard Care, but I'll tell you what, I'll do that when we get back. And uh, let's go to our first series of breaks, Dalton, if we can, and then uh, we'll be back with Sheila and Tiffany here in just a couple minutes. Stay with us. Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone. 
scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. And that is a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And this is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show, and I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at the studios of WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach us tonight. You can reach our guests tonight with your questions, comments, ideas, or text at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. And like I said, you can send a text to that number if you don't want to come on the air live. We understand. Dalton will be glad to read it over the air if that's what you wish. You can also listen to us via the internet at WGNSRadio.com. That's WGNSRadio.com. And you can watch us on Facebook Live. We're on Facebook Live right now at the Edmund Lee Raymer Show on WGNS. And you can download WGNS and take the WGNS app with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. I want to tell you about a sponsor we've got. Michelle Hauser and Associates. I'm about out of air, folks. Just bear with me. <laughs> Family law... Child custody, divorce, parenting agreements, and, uh, you know, mediation if you need it. And hopefully you won't. Her address is 1500 Medical Center Parkway. You can reach her at 615-801-8602. Now, she's out by Burger Republic. Again, like I said, at 1500 Medical Center Parkway. Suite 3A-1, right out in the, they call it the fountains, I believe. And you can also reach Michelle at BurrowFamilyLegal.com. That's Michelle Hauser and Associates. I've served a lot of papers this lady. She's dedicated herself to family law. And goodness knows I've served a bunch of a bunch of mail for her. So anyway, that's Bur- Hauser and Associates, Family Law, 615-801-8602. Now, let's get to our guest here. And let's rake these ladies over cold right now. <laughs> we have a bit of history that's been made here. We have the first woman... That is the chairman, chairperson 
of Rutherford County School Board, Tiffany Johnson. Tiffany, welcome. Thank you. Glad to have you here. And she brought along her sidekick, Sheila Bratton. Sheila, how did you get drug into this? Just... <laughs> I just believe in supporting Tiffany and whatever she needs for me to do. And why are you handcuffed to the desk? Well, she's not gonna... <laughs> you don't need to tell everything, <laughs> Mr. Raymond. Okay. We have brought these ladies up because uh, in a lot of... Do we have, we have a call? Or... Okay. We have a caller on. Let's go ahead and take our call. Call. Go ahead, please. Hi. I'm, uh, my name is Sam. Uh, I'm just calling to uh, let y'all know that uh, we really appreciate what these... Uh, uh, ladies have done. I'm calling from a, a safe RCS. We're an organization that's uh, uh, for the uh, mask uh, requirement that passed, and we really appreciate the hard work that they do and what they go through. Um, like also congratulate Ms. Johnson and Ms. Batten on their uh, elected office as well. So um, thank you very much for the opportunity to talk. Well, thank you for the call, Carla. We appreciate thank it very you. much. Thank you. Well, thank you're, you. you're off and running, okay? <laughs> you know, the biggest fear when I talked, uh, I spoke with, uh, and I know uh, Claire Maxwell as well. She's been on before when she was running for school board. Um, and I saw the mess over in Williamson County. Now, I don't mean to drag them in there. Thank goodness we're a step above that as of right now. People out in the parking lot and shouting and screaming and all that. And we've never got to that point here correct no, no yeah. we have not good now tell us what your what what you all passed and how you went about this if you could please and folks by the way we are not here tonight to point fingers and assess blame and all that that's not the reason these ladies came up here okay so if you want to call in and blame somebody you know hey blame me i don't care but don't blame them they've had a this has been a thankless job and a thankless task from the word go for every school district well, across the nation, probably. This has been a, a big topic. It's become very political and all that. Tiffany, take off and go. What? Do you, how'd you get where we are? Well, I appreciate you having us on this evening. Um, Glad to do it. Honestly, a lot of work went into it. Um, sure. We really wanted to listen to what our families wanted. Um, there is no way we can please everybody, but our goal is to educate our students and to keep them safe while doing so, and our teachers and our staff. And so. Um, I worked, Ms. Bratton worked, all the board members worked on this, um, and then we came together and Ms. Bratton actually brought the motion, so uh, maybe Ms. Bratton should tell us what we passed, but uh, a lot of things, and I don't want to steal that from her because she did such an exceptional job um, with the motion and the consideration and working with others to draft it, so uh, Ms. Bratton maybe can help us. Okay. Right, go um, ahead. I am going to say that we did do a lot of research trying to come up with the right way to phrase this. I had called Williamson County, oh, which you okay. just mentioned, right. and talked to their director of health and safety, Gary Anderson, who actually used to be here with us in Murfreesboro City, by the way. Right, okay. Yeah, you probably remember him under Linda Gilbert. Okay. And he gave me some statistics. And one of the statistics that I was most interested in was what was the percentage of students that opted out on the mask mandate or mask requirement. They had 23.5% of their students to opt out. Well, I considered that a win. That meant 76.5% sure. okay. of their students were masking. Right. So taking that figure, I looked at some of the other things that had been mentioned at the Tuesday night meeting. Uh, Ms. Johnson wanted a time frame she wanted a metric she wanted 
to be able to say this is temporary and this is how temporary it is. Now, did you go for 30, is it 30 days? 30 until days. You mm-hmm. reassess and we yes, see where we're at. That is okay. correct. 30 days. Good. Um, our nurse, Ms. Winters, had given us some statistics and had given us some uh, ideas for metrics, one of them being a lower than 10% positivity rate in the community would be a way that we could back away from masks. The other thing that concerned us the very most was keeping children in school. Sure, yeah. And we know that quarantining is difficult at best, so we put in a little caveat that said, if you have on a mask and you have no symptoms, you do not have to quarantine. Right. So, keeping students in school, looking at a metric, trying to hit a lower positivity rate, we're all included in the motion. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And um, so, for 30 days, this is what the policy will be. Okay. Uh, was it complete except 100% approval by all board members? No. It was not? No, it was not. Oh, okay. We had um, a 5-2 vote on this. 5-2. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did not go out there. I figured you all had a house full anyway. and We did. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, things have gotten so political. We're so divided in this country. And, uh, you know, it doesn't accomplish anything. It really doesn't. And because uh, everybody's entitled to their opinion. That's what this country's all about so uh, but you've had a thankless job and uh you know i half of me and my family we appreciate it because uh it's uh you know there's no it's not like you're doing this for the money you know (laughs) i mean you know i didn't see anybody pull up any limousines out front i don't think so you know um but um thank you for that now let me ask you since you are here you do have a lot more things going on with the school system than just, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, where do we stand? How many students are enrolled in Rutherford County as of right now? Do any of you know, have a round number on top of, off the top of your head? Over 49,000. 49,000. Yes. And it's growing literally every day. Yes. Every day. Every day. Yes. Right. I've told this story before. Uh, I was out Warrior Drive, and uh, there's a complex a big apartment complex out there now just before you get it's on the left before you get to uh um uh, highway 90, 90, 90, 90 99, 99. and a school bus pulled up stopped a bunch of kids got off i've never seen so many children get on the bus in my life i bet he unloaded a third of his of his, his mm-hmm. kids right there this is back before this you know before all this stuff came into hubbub all the hubbub with covid and all that I said, man, that's a bunch of kids. And this is one bus at one complex in Rutherford County. That's right. We've got a bunch of kids in this in this community, and it's and literally growing because the school system is one of the best systems, I think, in the nation. It I mean, is you, you, exceptional. We've got great teachers. They're exceptional. you got good athletic programs, which people enjoy, bands, all the, all the extras that go with it. And um, – where will the next school, what's what's on to talk about next school being built? 
we need several schools to be built in <laughs> immediately. So, um, you know, we really need a school out in the in the 840-96 corridor. Um, okay. Our largest populated school currently is Rockvale High School. It's only a couple years old. Unbelievable. Our population, I think, there is tw- just around 2,500 students, um, which is far too many. Um, we've gotten portables out there, which nobody likes portables, but it's the only way to sustain. Well, I had talked to Pettis Reed about that because he yes. Pettis was so proud to see that that high school yes. go up because for years Rockvale had a school. It was mm-hmm. it was years ago. Yeah, that's right. But that was so important to him, and he played such a big role. And so uh, I drove out there one afternoon right before it was was completed, and I said, "Man, this thing is a monster." It's bigger than some small college campuses. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's just a beautiful facility. And I couldn't believe you're using portables already. Yes. You know, yes. that's what it's come to. It is. So. And Stewart's Creek um, High School also is very full. So, you know, out in that area. But I, I, I think it would be fair to say that all of our schools are, are – are, are full so sure. we are busting at the seams if you will and i think right. at in the summertime i asked uh trey lee who is uh, engineering construction at our, our system how many portables and students we had and i think the total was we had a high school and a half of our high school students in portables so we could build a high school and still have students in portables you know so we almost have <laughs> two schools worth of high school students in portables, yes. Now we're looking here at approximately a ninety million dollar building. Oh if yes, it's built. Uh, because yes. the last one I think Rockville was eighty four, eighty five million, something oh, like yes. that. By the time start to finish, and you get the fields, the the, the, the football fields, the baseball field, all all that equipment, goes with it. yes, all equipment, that. everything. Mm-hmm. It's it's a serious investment. Yes, I mean, and it's it should be there at least for 50 to 75 years, hopefully longer. Longer, yeah. Yeah, because, uh, and I don't, you know, I don't know if you all know the numbers or not, but we've had Bill Ketron on a couple of times, mayor of uh, Rutherford County, and he's been good enough to come up and share with us. And he told us on his last visit several months ago that our population will take on an additional 300,000 people, additional, by 2035. Oh That's gosh. terrifying. <laughs> Uh, well, it is. That, it I is mean, terrifying. Yeah. I, I don't know. First of all, I don't know where we're going to put them. <laughs> I mean, I really don't. And But it's it's a blessing and a curse. Right. I mean, it it's is. great that people want to come here. They want to be part of this community. Yes. They want to. They're moving down here. Many from the north. They're here. Uh, the, the job market's pretty good. Uh, the economy is, is always, so far, the last 41 years. I moved here in 1980. After that, they announced that Nissan would be built, and man, this thing took off like a jet. It's never stopped. It's never stopped. It's never stopped. And uh, we've had some bumps and humps along the way. This last year and a half is a perfect example of that, and as you all well know. Um, but, uh, you know, the economy's been great. People want to be here. They, yes. They want to be here. Well, so, the economy, and and I agree with you. The school yeah. system is so good. It's the first thing you hear. Both, yeah. both Murfreesboro City and Rutherford County those are all our kids we think they are and, and, sure and they are two outstanding school systems and when you're this large that's kind of rare oh yeah 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 it is but uh well my hat's off to you because i know uh now how often do you do you, you in the good old days you meant like what once a month but 
What are you eating now? About twice a day? I mean, <laughs> it feels like it sometimes. Yeah. This past week was, you know, 20 times. Right. Yeah. yeah, sure. But it varies from month it, to it month. It varies. What yes. You, well, of course, obviously, you're going to be meeting a couple times a month. I would, I would say you just oh, about have oh, to. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know. um, unless, you know, it's sometimes, you know, like at Christmas, we might only have sure. one sure. one meeting. But right. And we don't always have work sessions. That will be up to the chairman to decide if we need a work session uh-huh. or not. And okay. that is usually on Monday night before we meet on Thursday night. Okay, good. But that will be uh, that will be up to her to to decide if that's needed during that week. <laughs> you think? Do you think the new chairman will send you home with a bunch of homework? <laughs> Yes, I do. You know, the mark of a good leader is to delegate everything out. And, you know, I hear, you know, Tiffany, I hear Sheila's real good at taking on extra chores. I hear that myself. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It's all those years being a teacher. Well, don't you just dump it on Claire. She's not here to defend herself. So (laughs) if she's listening, I'll get a call on that. I can tell you that right now. Um, But, uh, you know, uh, again, Thanks so much, and I'm so glad we've not had this situation boil over, so to speak. I think know. that speaks volumes to our community. Um, I think it does. I, I've moved. Yeah. I moved here for the schools 15 years ago, um, and you know it's it's a beautiful community. It's a welcoming community. It's a great place to raise your family. Uh, the education is spectacular. The CTE right. programs that we have, um, career and technical education, right. the opportunities we afford our students are unmatched. So to me, I can see why people want to be here. I just hope that we can accommodate them as they as they move here. And w- our community has been really wonderful. I mean, even though we're disagreeing um, and they're pretty heated conversations sure. on both sides, I appreciate the passion, and I appreciate the involvement of our parents well, in the conversation. you know, one thing that gets me, uh, our children now are grown. Our son is, I've said many times before, uh, people that know us, our son is 34, our daughter's 28 now. They've got their degrees. And you get, as parents, uh, you get out of touch with what you're all going through, mm-hmm. you know? Right. We forget, you know, you know, you come home, you've got homework, and in our house, the routine was, you know, lots of times... About four nights a week, I fixed supper, and, and wife helped kids with homework. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just it just becomes a way of life. It's right. not begrudging; it's just what it's what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, life has changed in that regard. And single parents have a whole different, yes, a whole different, yes, they do, yes, they do. You know, uh, road to hoe here. It's it can be challenging, difficult, if not just next to impossible, to manage money. You know. Do I pay the electric bill this week, or do I pay the water bill? Right. You know, and or do I eat? Or do I e- eat? Even you know? worse, right? Now that brings up another thing. Mm-hmm. What is the meal situation at school now? Because I know a lot of kids during the summer they won't get good nutrition if they're not at school. What do you have? do? You offer breakfast now for sure. Breakfast. Uh, because I've always felt I'll tell you and right it's now. Free. Yeah, I've always felt it should be free to all the kids. I don't have a it problem is, with it. It's free. You know, if you need to raise my taxes, you know, fifty dollars a year, go ahead. I don't care. You know, mm-hmm. me and Rob Mitchell, Rob Mitchell's our county property assessor. And, you know, and him and, and, and Ted Beatty really like me because every the end of the year I walk in with a fistful of cash and they're just tickled to death to see me. <laughs> and, <laughs> but, you know, I don't care. I mean, you want decent roads, you want decent bridges, you want decent schools. Right. And, you know, you've got to pay for this. And right. we're reaping the rewards of all this right now. But there's much, unfortunately, much work left ahead. Mm-hmm. And 
ladies, I tell you, I think y'all got the bull by the horns here uh, because it's it's or, or he may have you for now. I don't know, but uh, you know what's what's on the agenda next. Forget the the mask thing. Let's go. What are you, what are you looking at right now? What's the biggest thing you can? There's so much. Okay, well, thank you. Um, there's so see, much. Thank you. I, see, I just, I see, I'm a little overwhelmed. Where do you start? Yeah, I bet it is. Yeah. I can only imagine. We're not yeah. finished with managing COVID. I mean, COVID doesn't oh, no. go away. And yeah. so, unfortunately, um, you know, we were able to do implement a few mitigating practices, but we, we're still monitoring it daily. We have to make sure that the decisions we're making, uh, we're seeing results and that our right. kids and our teachers are staying safe. And I think one of the things that was lost on me before I served in this capacity is we are educators and we take care of our students but we're also a major employer in Rutherford County that's right and we have to take care of our teachers and our staff and so that balancing act and ensuring that we provide a safe workspace and we're mindful of what our teachers and our our staff are going through as well as our students and our families so that was something that I knew we had teachers and I appreciated them but I didn't understand it in quite the same way as I do now. Right. So uh-huh. um, that's yeah. one of the things we want to make sure. Um, you know, I don't. I, I don't know that masks are something that. I don't. I don't like them. I don't think anybody does. I can't stand them. You know, I keep one in the car wherever we go. And by the way, folks, these ladies and their husbands came in here tonight, all with masks on. Thank okay? you. Yes, we I. Did. I thought we were being robbed. But <laughs> <laughs> well, no he cash. had a fistful of money. No, there's what no. No, no, that's just yeah. for Ted Beatty. No, yeah, no I'm cash. sorry. <laughs> You know, hey, you're in radio. You got to get what you can get. If you can pick Understand. up ten bucks and a hot dog and a cold drink, grab it, man. You know, but um, they did. They had their mask on, and I don't like them either. But uh, the wife and I, we, you know, if we go in a certain store and their employees are wearing masks, we, you, you know, you got to get along and go along. I mean, right, right. I can't stand them. I can't breathe in the things. But uh, Coach Stockstill over at MTSU, head football coach at MTSU, was up here. We had talked about it. And some of his players were in training rooms working out with these masks on. Uh-huh. I said, Coach, I don't know how they breathe. Because mm-hmm. those boys suck in a lot of oxygen, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I said, man, you know, that's dedication yes, right there. It is. I couldn't do it. You know, I just couldn't do it. But they but, were dedicated to staying safe. Well, they and were. That, and, that, yeah. and that was and important And Coach Stockstall always wore his mask up exactly. here, you know, because uh, somebody, ah, uh-huh, there you are, I saw you on that radio show and you didn't have your mask on. Of course, we don't have our mask on right now, okay? We're all distanced pretty good here. We've all been vaccinated and, you know, <laughs> investigated and <laughs> look, <laughs> looked at and everything else. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, you know, but uh, again... Thank you for what you're doing. Now, seriously, Tiffany, what are you working on? Or Sheila, either one of you. You know, what, what's on the agenda? What's on the table? For us, we'd, we've already discussed this a little bit, but, right. but for us, it is always the ever-expanding population in our schools and, and which school needs to come next and where we can get land, which is very, very difficult for mm-hmm. us. We, it's very hard to find land. There's not much land left and around And people aren't going to let that land go cheap. No, no, yeah. of course not. Yeah. We have a farm, and I wouldn't be letting it go cheap either. Sure. I mean, there's, sure. it's not for sale. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> forget that. But um, it, it, every meeting that we have, 
has an agenda that addresses our overpopulation, where we're looking for land, what needs to be done to our present schools to keep them up and maintained and roofed and our air on and all the kinds of things that have to be done when you have 49 school buildings. 49. 49. 49. And that doesn't count the city. No, no, no. That's just the that's city just is, is an county. entity all to itself as well. That's right. Right. 49 buildings, nearly mm-hmm. 50 buildings, what you're taking care of. Mm-hmm. Man, the maintenance alone is... Maintenance alone is huge. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And just because just because the building's brand new, I don't mean they're going to need any maintenance. I mean, things rip, bend, break, and tear all the time. Yes. You know, so... Um, and children are hard on on things. Uh, yes, they if are. If you have children, you know I, I, I have seven, mm-hmm. and my husband and I have seven, and I often have said as they were growing up, one day I'll have nice things again, you know, because <laughs> our kids are hard on things. And um, so, you know, we, we, we deal with those right. issues as well in the schools. And you have seven children. I do. Okay. Now, Sheila, how many did you all have? Um, you, your, your children grown too, or less uh, Yeah, okay. I am a grandmother. Okay, and I'm very proud of it. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Should I, be. I have two daughters, but we are a blended family. So okay. I have two daughters, and Donnie has three sons. So there are five of those children in amongst us. In amongst us. Mm-hmm. So you are two heavily populated families here. I mean, yes, yeah, we well, take yeah. up most of the schools. No, we're just kidding. <laughs> um, another thing that that we deal with though is curriculum. Yes, um, right. Uh, the instruction department is wonderful, and they spend much time finding the right materials, the right resources, the right textbooks. And making sure that our curriculum matches the standards, the state standards. So they do a great job. But just about every meeting, we're approving some kind of platform or some kind of technology or some kind of extra textbook, which we just did two textbooks the other night for a new new CTE course. So that is almost always on the agenda also. How much learning now is done online? And I'm not talking about teaching through Zoom, but everything is turned into a, a laptop computer that you would have now instead of books. You see where I'm coming from with that? I mean, yes. a lot of that's this one coming A blended from learning, like the okay. technology yes. plus, right. plus the textbook. Sure. Um, all of our teachers have good technology. Right. And so they are able to use it to enhance their lessons. Now, I think Ms. Johnson and I will both agree there is nothing like an in-person teacher. Sure, of course. When, and right. we've discovered that. But if you take, for example, our virtual school, that's all online. Right, okay. So people that do that are, are those very wonderful online learners. I am not one, so sure. I don't understand it. But Yeah, I didn't get into the Zoom meetings. Right. Some people had to do it because they, they had to do it. You know, you but we use technology to enhance. Sure. It is not usually the curriculum. You know, Jeff Jordan is up here. He does a sports show on Monday with Tim Tackett. And we did a, a That's forum. That's scary. <laughs> yeah. I never come up for that show. I don't blame you. <laughs> but he was telling, of course, he's a former educator. Of course, he's retired now. And... Uh, and uh, well, I think Tim Tim was too because he was acting as acting athletic director. Of course, yes, but he was principal of Oakland High yeah, School. Chris Harris, yes. Chris Harris has that job now, mm-hmm. and he's been up to share with us. Uh, 
But he said, a lot of these kids, he said, it is unbelievable. You've got a lot of students that can get out. If they leave their senior year, basically their first year of freshman year of college is already done. Oh, absolutely. Dual enrollment, yes. Yeah, that's unbelievable. We didn't, of course, back in my day, you know, nobody ever right. heard of that you know right. we, we didn't even yeah. take the act till our senior year in the spring you that's know, what back, we took back yeah in those right days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. back in those days yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> long time ago yeah keep pushing it yeah <laughs> <laughs> everywhere i go now you know i'm older than most of you well i'm older. now you're older than all of us you know <laughs> but uh you know it's uh it is a i went um I was putting together some stuff for all of our radio stations in the congressional district, and I was going to try to, um, and I've told this story before, I was going to try to link together 10 or 12 stations to do a, to do a debate for a congressional uh, federal, federal office, and it never worked out. But nonetheless, I went to these towns, and around 2.33, 3.30 in the afternoon, out on our outlying areas, uh, Lincoln County, for example, maybe Bedford County, the McDonald's and Wendy's and the Hardy's, especially the McDonald's, were covered up. And I said, what are those doing? Well, what they were doing, they were in the, the kids were in there doing their homework. Because they had because Wi-Fi. They, they had Wi-Fi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have it at home. That's right. So it's very important. It's a good tool. But... And I never, I never thought about that, you know. And there are places here in Rutherford County that yes, still there don't are. have Wi-Fi. There are, true. there are places where you can't pick it up. Right. I mean, you just cannot can't pick. Get it. it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what you have. Places there. where a cell phone won't work. Exactly. It's just, they're, they're exactly. Desperate, especially out in the north end of the county. Uh, it's, uh, you know, out toward yep. Las Casas and out in, in that area, you start to really lose it, you know. And But those kids were in there doing their, doing their homework. Doing their studies. Mm-hmm. I said, man. Makes sense, you know, Sure. And I, I just, you know, and again, wife and I, our kids are grown. You know, they're, they're gone, and we never dealt with anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, because right. when they were in, the computer, the technology really wasn't, had not come of age at that time. It was evolving at that point, you know. Right. So uh, if we can get Dalton in here, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to our, our last break here. And... Um, I want you to check out, if you would, Complete Yard Care, uh, low-maintenance landscape design. It's great, folks, believe me. Their slogan is, we do it all. They do retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut, mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. That's 615-785-0384. And go to Complete Yard Care TN. Dot com. They've got a five-star ranking on Google. CompleteYardCareTN.com. Again, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Check them out. And Dalton's going to take us to our last series of breaks. Be back with you right after this. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. 
I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mellon's Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mellon's Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. All right, thank you very much. Uh, again, check out Michelle Hauser and Associates, okay? Family law, child custody, divorce parenting agreements. Her address is 1500 Medical Center Parkway, and you can reach her at 615 801 8602, Suite 3A1 in murfreesboro she's out and by the fountains out there by burger republic and you can reach them at boroughfamilylegal.com that's michelle hauser and associates family law by the way mediation if you need it and parenting agreements child custody divorce she has dedicated herself to family law and she's a good gal check her out okay i want to do something here for my aunt this is for uh, my aunt that passed away, Roberta. Roberta left this world uh, about, a, about a week ago. She was born in 1949, and uh, we buried her Friday before last. This was one of the finest, sweetest women you would have ever met, I'm telling you. And I will tell you this, she made an awfully good plate of spaghetti. <laughs> I ate a bunch of it, I'll tell you. And... Um, we will miss her, her husband, my uncle Daniel. Daniel is uh, my my father's uh, brother. Daniel was the baby of the family. All the siblings are gone now. Daniel's Daniel's all alone. But he and his daughter Dana and son-in-law Alan, they're a wonderful group of people. And uh, we were there with them. And uh, this lady will be remembered for her kindness. She never said a bad word about anyone. Ever. Never did. Never heard her. My father always said it. Said, you know, Roberta does not gossip. She just doesn't do it. But she will be missed. That's my Aunt Roberta Ann Raymer. Passed away buried a week ago Friday. And she will be missed. Thank you, Don. Appreciate it. All right. And we're here with Sheila Bratton. We got a you got a question for us Dalton Sheila Bratton and Tiffany Johnson are here with Rutherford County School Board go yes we had a question text in by a listener uh, is there a plan to address test scores for our black and brown students whose scores declined while learning in a virtual environment that is the text in question not sure who it's from I'm not sure either we um, had learning loss summer camps this past year. They were very successful. I think we had between about 6,000 kids. 
in the camps. And, I think so. And these, uh, this learning loss endeavor will continue starting right. again in January. Uh, there's going to be um, more more tutoring. And, uh, tutoring, I know, starts in January. And then the camps that we enjoyed so much last summer will be repeated this summer. Okay. So Good. there are plans to address any kind of learning loss that our kids have. We we had transportation, right. we had food, we did it all. And so, yes, there are plans in place to address sure, this kind of loss. you've had some bumps and humps with this Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. You know, some students do not do well. We were talking about, I, I, I didn't like doing Zoom. Other students may not like it either, right, even though right. it's supposed to be their thing. But some students will not they adjust you know and, and i'll tell you something else that i found with a lot of people that are parents that, that i knew they wanted their kids in school yes. and their daughter for example they had a daughter she was like going to be when all this started she was going to be a senior she was already working part-time anyway and she had most of her credits and all that you know how the senior year is right. usually you're you're not that really in school that much and they said we understand that's fine you know she's been there but their son was going to be a freshman, and they wanted him to have that contact and that the interchange experience with other students, learning how to get along, to be right. taught, to be managed, to all this, you know. And they apparently that got bungled somewhere along the way. Um, now, again, talking about these these uh, students that uh, may have missed out on some of this. How is that handled as far as, uh, did, did everyone, did they graduate on the year they were supposed to? I know services were not held for some, or they were held virtually or whatever. How no, did you we handle had, that? We had graduations this year. Okay. We we went to several, didn't we, Mr. Right, Jones? okay. Yes, we had the regular ceremonies. They were outside. Right, And okay. so, and the schools did a wonderful job. They, the children were distanced. Right. out on the field okay. and uh, most of them wore masks until they came across the stage and you know i don't blame them i'd take off the mask for sure. my picture too sure you know and so graduations were held in a in a much better way than the year before the year before okay. was when we had yeah. closed schools okay. that's, and things. that's what i was getting yeah right yeah it's been so long ladies, i can't keep up okay yeah. i you know it's it's all that's come when we blunt. had completely closed down schools on right. march the 13th yeah. when mm -hmm. the world stopped spinning and those graduations um the first year uh was that 2019 19 uh-huh my it's been so much so long yeah. Uh, yeah. in 2019 they were delayed though they were in june uh, there was talk yes. about them being virtual but every school got their graduation so at a later right. date um, and yeah. they also were they were modified the kids were also distanced and sure it was just not in in real time right okay yeah. so. so you've crossed about every hurdle you could ever have imagined <laughs> i can't imagine you'd want to stay Saddle up for this again in another year. You're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> what are you two? Just gluttons for bus? I have three more years. Thanks. <laughs> Congratulations. We're, we're, we're on we're on different election cycles, so yeah, I have three more years. Uh, brag if you want to. You go right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> it's been an honor to serve. I mean, like right. you know, we learn so much day in and day out. I, I 
I, I'm I am so thankful for the system and you know it, it hasn't been perfect but I think the beautiful thing about our administrators and our teachers and our central office staff right. um, they're not so stuck in their ways. You know, we back up and punt. And and with this sure. this mask requirement and these modifications to mitigating practices, we're going to do the same thing. We asked for 30 days so we can review it, have good sure. metrics and numbers. Um, we want our children to be successful. We know they, they there were learning losses last year. Sure. Uh, but we, we want to prevent that as much as possible and mitigate that. So... Um, we we do really have an exceptional system, and it's it's just been it's been a great learning experience for me, honestly. Oh, I bet it has. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure it would be for anyone. Mm. Um, now let's talk about one of my favorite people, Chris Harris. He's the new uh, uh, athletic, athletic director. Athletic director. Uh huh. We had him up. I had him up a month ago, whatever it was. Now that's a whole different. I mean, he's he's taking on this whole thing. And as I said, Tim Tackett was just acting. I think he was on a, on a part-time basis. He was. I he was mm-hmm. part-time. Uh-huh. But now Chris is taking this full-time. Full-time. Yes. Now that presents to you a whole different situation um, with uh, the athletics. And, of course, he'll handle the scheduling and all that. You know, that's not up to you. But at what point do you get involved in athletics? Because, I mean, for example, okay, I heard uh, Dalton's dad. Brian Barrett does uh, him and John do the John Dinkins they do the high school sports prep sports up here uh, baseball basketball every everything, everything you know everything and have for lord 25 years plus you know and things had been canceled so much last year with the basketball that uh Brian I, I had the radio on the car and I was listening and he was actually changing the schedule as I was driving down the road because mm. he said, okay, now Friday night we're going to do a game in, for example, Rockville. What I said, no, John, no, 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 no. One of the girls tested positive. That's been, they've been canceled. They've got a quarantine. And I mean, and this was two or three different. I said, man, they are so, this thing is really wrecked havoc on everything. You know, mm-hmm. I picked up my phone. I called Dalton. I said, look, and I didn't have to do this. And Dalton knows that. He jokes about it. But I said, look. If they have, because they talked about having to do, I think they did some Sunday games and maybe Sunday night. They may have to cut into our time. I said, "Look, forget me. Do what you've got to do, because I know they're juggling five balls here. I mean, you know, he's changing the schedule as they're driving as I'm driving down the road. <laughs> you know, they didn't. They just didn't know. You right. Know? And if anybody knows what they're doing, it's John and 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 Brian. They've done that job together for years, but." It really, it just messed everything up, mm-hmm. you know. It did. And I'm wondering if you all have a role to play in that, that, that parents come to you and say, hey, you know, these kids don't need to be playing. I mean, now things have lightened up a bit now, but did you did you get into any of that with parents? That Because I know some of the parents can be a, a bit of a problem to deal with. I mean, I'll say it, you know, you don't have to. But, you know, did you have that problem to deal with or in any extent? We... Depend well, we have wonderful parents. Sure. Oh yeah. And do they contact us about things? Everything. 
absolutely sure. everything. Right. As yeah. far as making the decisions, our decisions are made in policy. So sure. the board really votes on how we're going to manage a situation. Or, But the, the, the day-to-day operations is handled by central office staff and the director. Um, and when it comes to these kind of issues with COVID, our director, the board voted to give him uh, real-time authority authority yes. so uh, it is it, it is his ability to make procedures and decisions <coughs> as necessary so if we have to close schools or if we have to um athletics yeah. would right. probably be yeah. absolutely something that did you have you had some schools you had to close for a while didn't you um, yes. Just here, we actually, here and there. Not all of them, but, but a few, a couple of schools? We, we actually closed grade levels. Right. Okay. Uh, Blackman Middle, we closed the seventh grade. That's where the concentration was. So the seventh grade was, okay. was quarantined. Right. Um, at Rockvale, we uh, closed down for three days, but grades three through five, the littles did, did not have to uh, go home. Okay, right. And um, then we closed. What else did we close, Tiffany? Christiana. Christiana. We Christiana Middle. The whole school was closed, right, for two days. Right. So, so. Yeah. But that's all the closures that we've had to do so, so far. So all in all, so not far. that many. This not year. that bad. This year. This, this year. year. Now, Last of course, year. the previous year. Yeah, yeah. Forget it. You know. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. We would like to. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you would. Yeah. You know. Um, do you see uh, with the, the now? What about vaccines and all that? Have you gotten into that? No. Do you, will you? No. Uh, do they have a vaccine yet approved for our teenagers? No. Uh, for youngsters, not yet. I don't. Not yet. Not Twelve yet. and up, I think, is yes. the vaccine. Twelve and age. I believe yes. that's right. I believe mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah, yeah but not yeah. for the younger children. Right. Not yet. The five to eleven mm-hmm. has not been uh, right. marketed okay. for the public yet. Have you been hit with that? No. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm coming to a board meeting the next one, and I'm going to bring that up. Please don't. <laughs> we don't know how to thank I you. I want to see if these two make their money, folks. We're gonna make- <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't do that. No, uh-uh. Don't look at me. You know, as far as vaccinations, I think that um, we we do not we, – we don't anticipate that conversation. I don't anticipate that conversation. I think right. that we don't want to be – the parents to all the students and in conversation with my husband you know when when looking at how are we going to manage some of these major issues that are coming before the board parents have have a a privilege of having a handful of children you know one to a handful teachers have a whole classroom and we have an entire system so we have to make decisions for almost 50,000 students and teachers and countless employees so we don't want we enjoy our parents participation in in the system in the process we don't want to take away their authority we want to respect them as parents and we want to work with them to ensure their care kids are safe while they're with us Um, and that authority comes from the state the state gives us that's our statutory authority so yeah um you're not just out here willy-nilly no 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 No, tennessee code annotated definitely gives us that authority as well as as the state legislature, right? Yeah, I've I've, I've served a few of those papers for Tennessee Code annotations. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, there is some confusion. If anything, you know, I like to look for the silver lining and and sure. and where's the growth. And for me, the conversations with parents 
um, them being more involved and more informed and understanding how how the system works and asking the great questions and showing up to meetings. Um, we, we really need parents to be more involved. So it's sure. it's not it's not been ideal, but it's we we've done we've done the best that we can with the circumstance that we're in. Oh, I think you've done a fantastic job. It's it, and like I said when we started out, this is a thankless. I mean, you know, people, oh, they don't care. They don't, you know, that that ladies and gentlemen, that is just not true. Okay, I know. No, it's not. No, it is not. And I want to tell you all and your husbands as well. Thank you for agreeing to do this and come up here on a sure. Sunday night because Sunday end of the weekend. These, these folks, uh, these are family people. I'm sure they've got other places they would rather be probably in front of the TV watching a ball game, but they agreed to come up here and uh, let me rake them over the coals, and I appreciate that. And uh, <laughs> Thank you for having us. This no, has I'm been delightful. You no. did not rake us over the coals. You were very kind. Thank you. We'll save that for the second trip. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming now back. you'll never be back. <laughs> No, we do. We do appreciate it. And uh, like I said, many of us have gotten, you know, our children are out of school. We've forgotten what you're dealing with. We not that we don't care. We just don't. We we've forgotten and things have evolved so much like the computers, you know, laptops and all that. We didn't deal with that. You know, I don't know. You know, Wi-Fi. What's that? You know, mm-hmm, walkie-talkies. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we just we didn't deal with that, and uh, um, uh, you know, and whatever comes next. Let me say this: uh, we're here for you, and Thank if you, you have something to to come up that you want to come up and just blow off about or. <laughs> some of your accomplishments <laughs> or whatever thank you you know and you know you're more than welcome here anytime thank you, thank you, you. are we appreciate but, uh, it very much you know uh, we're gonna get out of here in just a second uh, sheila bratton thank you so much tiffany johnson and folks the first woman to ever chair the rutherford county school board so see we're not yeah i mean the covered wagon days are over <laughs> <laughs> do you like it do you the being chairperson yeah um it's very new but i'm i'm just thankful to be able to serve uh, to me ask your husband does she have the gavel and all that does she run around the house hitting the gavel and all that? <laughs> he's gonna say no he's gonna say no okay. not really her stuff well, not my have, way yeah it's not really no her we style. have a motto around here is keep the mamas happy you got to keep mama happy okay <laughs> so don't Please don't get Mama mad. You know, don't Mama you got ain't something happy. for Nobody's us? Nobody's happy. Oh, you don't. Okay. All right. And uh, I want to tell you, please um, get uh, check out Complete Yard Care. Okay, at six one five seven eight five zero three eight four. You can reach him. Uh, you can get them online at completeyardcaretn.com. Five star ranking on Google. Lawns cut, mulching, landscaping, retaining walls, tree removal. We do it all. That's their motto. That's Complete Yard Care, 615-785-0384. We're going to get out of here, make way for our next show. And we thank you, ladies, for being here. And, folks, we thank you for listening. We thank you for your calls. We thank you for your texts. Until next Sunday at 8 o'clock, I'll catch you down the road. Good night.